Sports Media Group Station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steve Lennox. Beautiful night at Fenway Park in Boston. Phillies and Red Sox opening up their series third inning. Phillies on top, 1-0. The game airing on ESPN, also available on the ESPN app. Aaron Nola on the mound tonight for the Phillies. He is looking for his 13th win on the season. Yankees have traded for starting pitcher Lance Lentz and Tyler Austin and Luis Rijo back to Minnesota. Astros and Mariners in Seattle tonight. Both teams making trades today. Mariners acquire reliever Zach Duke from the Pirates. Also add reliever Adam Warren from the Yankees. ESPN MLB insider Tim Kirchner on SportsCenter earlier with his thoughts on the Astros acquiring Roberto Osuna from Toronto. I'm a little confused by this, and I'm a little uncomfortable with this also. Look, the Astros needed a closer, and they acquired a young closer who has great stuff. But that is only part of the story here. Now they're going to have to sell everyone in Houston on how they can go acquire someone who's serving a 75-game suspension. And it's still, as you said, not complete. So this just speaks again to what teams will do to win Osuna has not pitched in the majors since early May. He could return from his 75-game suspension for violation of MLB's domestic violence policy on Sunday. Sam Darnold signs his rookie contract with the Jets today, made his training camp debut. Carmelo Anthony has finalized his buyout with the Atlanta Hawks after he clears waivers on Wednesday. Anthony is expected to sign as a free agent with the Houston Rockets. Hey, it's the guys. Join us Tuesday. We'll be joined by Joe Thomas. Cleveland Brown, former Cleveland Brown. Got out just when it's getting good. It's really getting good. Plus, we'll talk animals with Ron McGill. That's Tuesday on the Dan Levitard Show with me, the guys, on ESPN Radio. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Hello and welcome to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando, where we are on Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 p.m. and 24-7 at KevinSuttonShow.com. I'm Phil. I'll be holding it down while Myron and Kevin are out saving the world. And, guys, don't forget to please like us on all social media aspects. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's YouTube. All under the username Kevin Sutton Show. And, of course, don't forget to download our podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, all that jazz, baby. We're on many, many, many different podcasts and uh, internet radio streams. Just type in Kevin Sun Show. Make sure you guys leave us a rating, a review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. It is Monday, and I know we all probably have a case of the Mondays, but hey, thanks for tuning in. Today is going to be a great show. And for that said, today in the studios, I got my man Rich Rogers slipping on sliding. What's up, Phil? How you doing? What's going on, Rich? I'm doing great. I'm getting stoked on this upcoming football season. It's, get, it's getting closer. I, I know, it's getting man. closer. We're less than it's a week so away cr- from feel, the first NFL preseason game. I literally feel like it's NFL season, baseball, and then after baseball, we got the um, NBA Finals right there. And then as soon as the final's over, football's back. So it's like not that big of a This is sort of like break. the dead time of the year where football is about to start. You, uh, you're you waiting on the uh, uh, baseball playoffs to come. NFL uh, yeah. is coming up. Uh, NBA is done, finished just uh, you know some free agent talk and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, some of the summer league stuff. But 
this is where people start getting their uh, fantasy leagues together, and they start looking at the schedule for the fall. I've already got my all my PTO for the games. You did really? Yeah. (laughs) You scheduled days off? (laughs) Yeah. Of course. See, 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 man. That's that's what you do, man. You, You got no children, so you got no other obligations. Hey, I'm scheduling my time off to watch these football yeah. games. What you got, man? That's awesome. I Rich, scheduled your... off the Miami game, Notre Dame game. I'm nice. going up to the Virginia Tech game. So. Nice. Plug your uh, your Instagram. Okay. My uh, Instagram is rich.rogers.sk8. So nice. I do a lot of uh, action sports, uh, yeah. a lot of my recent trip to uh, the X Games. Cool, man. Uh, cool. Of course, I go to all the surfing uh, competitions and skateboard yeah. competitions. Now, I just... Getting ready to speak to Phil Salick again. Yes, yeah, uh, I texted him. Yeah, National Kidney Foundation. So yeah. that's the weekend of Labor Day. Yeah. So that's going on the same weekend of opening uh, for college football. So, um, but right. that's going on in Cocoa Beach at the pier. Uh, that's going on, uh, I think, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Cool. And that's a great cause. We always have them in the uh, studio every year. Phil, yeah. of course, if you don't know, his his uh, twin brother yeah. died of kidney complications. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, runs that big competition. It's the biggest competition on the East Coast now yeah. that the Easter Surfing Festival is sort of like, I think, maybe uh, on delay right now. Yeah. But um, it's going to be a great weekend. And like I said, we'll be talking to them in about two or three weeks cool. coming into the studio. Nice. Well, this guy I got in the studio, some say... This man actually is the reason why we all didn't die in 2012. Nikki Football. It's definitely not true. No? No, I had nothing to do with that. You sure? I'm sure. Wow. Oh, I have it on very good authority. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You had a live local loud for today. <laughs> yeah, Jerry came in, hung out. Uh, Scott Inez was out today. So when I've got Scott show and then Nick and company, um, it's good to have Jerry come in and hang out for the first hour. That's good, man. Yeah. Second hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Jerry annoys you, though, right? But it's all good. Uh, I would call Jerry an acquired taste. <laughs> I have acquired that taste. He's like a PBR. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, you know, I think I think that's a good way to put it. When you're hanging out with your college buddies and one of them is still drinking like you know a, a real cheap bad beer. Yeah. Um, and you're like, dude, what what's with that? And he's like, I don't know, I just like it. It's like, all right. That's wow. how Jerry is. I don't know, I just like him. Wow. It's well, my guy. Today is uh, July 30th, so I want to announce that hey. The Avengers is actually out for digital download, so make sure, Nick, you watch that. And, I'll get uh, around to it. <laughs> I know you haven't, so I'm gonna. I keep bothering you, but um, today is actually a a day, a day I want to talk about from what happened yesterday. I know it's not Wrestling Wednesday, but uh, these things are happening way, way too often, and I'm sure you probably saw some little bit of headline of it, Nick. We, we had a couple of wrestling deaths uh, yesterday afternoon, and um, I got Krispy Kreme Chris calling in. Um, he's gonna. He's a big fan too, but we had two. We had two unfortunate deaths yesterday. We had the WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov and uh, former WWE superstar Brian Christopher, also known as Grandmaster Sexay. Uh, that was Jerry Lawler's son. Uh, those who, those of you who know who Jerry the King Lawler is, he's a definite legend in, in, in wrestling history. And uh, his son did pass away um, due to suicide. Uh, he 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 hanged himself in in jail. So, uh, Chris, are you there? Chris? Hello? Hey, Hello. man. What's going on, Chris? How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I just, it, like Phil just was saying, you know, it was an unfortunate weekend for wrestling when we had four wrestlers that passed away, two of them of WWE lore. Yeah. You know, I mean, one, it just, it's one of those things that, you know, if you need help and you need to get help, Please reach out to someone. 
you know, Brian Christopher, you know, he had demons that he just couldn't shake. And Jerry Lawler was um, was trying his best, was doing everything he could to get him out of jail, to get him help, but it didn't help. But if you need help, there is always someone to help you. Yeah, and, you know, you know, Chris, I did hear uh, a couple of other wrestlers talking crap about this, about kind of putting the blame on Jerry Lawler that he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't bail him out of jail and doing some other stuff like that. But I mean, there, there is a point where you do have to, uh, have to have responsibility of your own actions. You know what I'm saying? And it, it is, it is extremely unfortunate what happened to him, especially, um, he, he was in and out of jail for a DUI, um, at that point. And, twice. Yeah, twice. And, you know, he suffered, um, plenty of drug problems and, and other issues and, who knows? Who knows if he even had uh, issues with CTE? You know, these guys were these guys are wrestlers. These guys hit their heads on the mat all the time. You know, combine that. This is this is what Rich Rodgers said. He combined that with you know alcoholism, drug use, steroid use, did stuff, stuff, stuff. We don't know what's going on in these in these guys' heads. Yeah, d- definitely. I mean, no, we if don't. You, if you combine and you have a, a history of a family mental illness, those are the things that once you start getting uh, concussions. Uh, it scrambles your brain. It changes the brain chemistry. And if you combine, I mean, it's not out of the ordinary that a, that a wrestler or something like that would be doing steroids. No. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary that they do some no. type of drugs, maybe concussions for sure. Yeah. So you mix that. That's a deadly, uh, you know, that's a de- deadly combination. Yeah. And well, Christopher Nowinski, the, um, he was even saying, um, like, oh, that's why there's no headshots that you see often anymore. Yes, that's true. Because of the concussions. Yeah, that that is. He actually implemented that former wrestler Christopher Nowinski because he actually had a brain on his shoulders, got out of the business, and now is a big proponent of making sure wrestlers are working safe. Yes. Have you seen Have you seen any statements from Jerry the King Lawler? Has he said anything? I haven't seen any statements from him. I have seen a statement from his brother, um, Kevin, um, on Facebook. Okay. Um, other than that, I have not heard anything from the Lawler family. Okay, are you watching Raw right now or no? Negative. I am actually at work. Oh, okay, because I wanted to see if they were going to do a, a tribute to him in the in the beginning of the show, like they normally do for um, former wrestlers who've passed away. But I don't know if they really do that for Honestly, suicide. I don't think they would do him. Yeah. Well, well, the WWE did acknowledge his passing on their website, and Triple H did put a condolences tweet, um, Twitter tweet out for him but i mean you know you would think though that it probably if they were going to do a tribute they do uh nikolai volkov yes yes he's, he's because he's he was he was instrumental in the 80s yeah he, he, he was a legend at uh, age 70 and he said uh uh two other ones passed away yeah well brickhouse brown and um i think it was uh trevor lee's father right who passed away as well yes yeah so yeah um trevor lee's father um who actually um started omega with matt hardy yes yeah, so a very very sad day in, in in wrestling and hopefully uh this week and the next coming weeks we'll get a little, little bit more information and hopefully we get a little bit a little bit of closure out of this so chris i appreciate you calling in man uh definitely have a good night no let me know if you see anything on raw when you get home definitely will you guys be safe all right chris thank you for calling in man all right so that was uh so yeah we had that issue yesterday and unfortunately he did pass away uh brian christopher uh part of too cool with rikishi so i know i know nick you never watched wrestling but do you remember rikishi he was a really big fat simone with a big butt he used to stick his butt in people's faces i do not okay well 
he uh, he would do that, and he had Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor with him, and they were they were two cools. So they would dance in the ring. It was, it was pretty it was pretty good. It was definitely legendary. And unfortunately, you know, he passed away, Jerry Lawler's son, at the age of forty six. So guys, uh, it is the NBA offseason. It's the NFL offseason. College football is starting. So let, let's get into a little bit of that. When we come back. The Hall of Fame game is this week too. So. Let's chat that up when we get back, guys. So keep it locked here. You are listening to The Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. Warning, warning, warning. You are listening to The Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando, where we definitely bring the action. And of course, we bring the nonsense. I'm Dr. Phil. I'll be holding it down while Kevin and Myra are out saving the world together. And I'm joined by Rich Rogers and, of course, Nikki Football. Ah, guys, find us on all social media, Kevin Sutton Show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and download our podcast. All our episodes are streamed directly after the show. So if you miss one, you are cool. We got you covered there. All right, so this is the first week, well, the last day. Well, tomorrow's the last day of uh, July. We have 31 days of July, right? 31 days, okay. correct, yeah. yeah. And, uh, okay, so we have the, the Hall of Fame game on uh, Thursday, correct? That's right, correct, Rich? yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They've only been – how long have they been doing the Hall of Fame game? They haven't been doing it in a long time, have they? I, I, I don't have the history because, in Because in, in my recent memory, I haven't – really heard of until maybe maybe five years ago they were doing the hall of fame game unless it might just be from my interest you know i haven't been really up on it until, yeah i remember you know. growing up uh with the hall of fame game you remember that okay yeah. so it's so not it's, okay, yeah it's so, been around for a while okay okay so i was just i was just confused for a little bit like is this something new nick you know anything about that or, or are you looking that up right now i feel like they've made a bigger deal out of it like the last two years like it's been an extra preseason game the last couple of years and they used to just pick a game or something like that and move it but i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure on that um honestly i know they played it uh, I know that they've 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 done it the last couple of seasons, but yeah, I'm not sure. And this is between the the Bears and the Ravens. Yeah, it's going to be the Bears and the Ravens, and of course they uh, this is going to be on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Canton, Ohio, where the uh, Hall of Fame is. Okay. And then uh, over the weekend is when they do the enshrinement of the new players. Okay. So that's when uh, everyone looks forward to the speeches, and of course Terrell Owens decided. Yeah, to who's sit uh, out. who's actually getting uh, inducted this year? Go ahead and lay it down for well, us. Well, the the most well known, most recent players, of course, is Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Brian Urlacher for mm. the Bears. And then okay. some of the senior players, the some of the older players, Bobby Beathard, which is, I think he was a GM uh, in mm-hmm. the uh, with the Chargers. I okay. think it was, and he was, uh, and Robert Brazil, and then you have uh, Brian Dawkins and uh, Jerry Kramer. Okay. So Jerry Kramer, from what I remember, was the. Uh, you know how how many people do they normally induct? Is is that pretty much average? For me, they induct per year. This is the largest living class in a long time. So they actually do induct people posthumously. Yes, pos- <laughs> posthumously. Yes. Yes, they do. 
<laughs> so which speech are you most looking forward to, uh, Nick? Because there's, there's always one every year that uh, kind of like uh, really excites people. Mm. Good question. Uh, I I think Randy Moss would be a good one. I think that, uh, of course, Brian you have, so many, you have so many personalities yeah. in this one. That's the thing. I mean, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, he's going to do it at UT Chattanooga, but he's going to have something to say. Yeah. Um, the 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 Ray Lewis one I think could be the Ray Lewis one and I I I don't know. listen I mean with Ray Lewis it's either going to be great or it's going to be just just all, like kind of kind of kind of well no kind of where it's like twenty minutes and he doesn't really say anything yeah. um, he do, he'll just scream and, and yeah <laughs> from a Bears fan standpoint like I'm really looking forward to Brian Urlacher because I watched Brian Urlacher his entire career hmm. now Brian Urlacher doesn't have a ring right Terrell Owens doesn't have a ring correct and correct okay. But uh, Terrell Owens played in the one Super Bowl, but did not win it with the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Well, they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, he just came off the broken leg that season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got. Um, let's see. So that that is on. You said Thursday, right? Yeah. The uh, that the game is on Thursday night, and of course the speech is you know what, and the uh, you know enshrinement. I would think it's on ESPN. Yeah, that's okay. all on ESPN. Okay, but you said so they they don't do the speeches actually there. Uh-huh, 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 I t- that's why I said earlier. I was like, you guys are both out saving the world. Man, I'm not saving the world. What Kevin does is saving the world. I'm just politicking. No, you know? no. You're saving your world in your own way. Trust me. August 28th, almost here. 29 days away, man. 29 days away. And I just saw the season finale of Total Bellas. And what do you, what do you think? Oh, man. You know what? I honestly think this is what I thought all along. Yeah. John Cena allowed Nikki Bella to get out of this and try to look like she was the one that dumped him. When we all know for a fact, and it was a pivotal moment when they're at WrestleMania in New Orleans, and he don't even care. He's doing his own thing because he's John Cena. Yeah, it was like he kind of was just waiting for a way out, right? Yeah, I think, I honestly think because when um, when she dumped, you know, when, when she was like, well, I want kids, and he was like, well, I don't want that, and he's like, I don't think we should get married, I think she looked like a total loser. I mean, she looked like a joke. Almost six years she gave to this man, mm. knowing what he told her from day one, and mm. she sat there thinking she could change him. And then, you know, these last three episodes was all about it doesn't feel right, doesn't feel the same, he's never around for the wedding planning, because he didn't want to be Ask any man, first of all, to demand a man to be involved in the wedding plans when he doesn't want to is dumb. No. But secondly, to get a man who really loves you and understands how it's important to you and he's there for you is a totally different story. Yeah. yeah. And John Cena, you can't see him. So, I mean, he, wasn't, he didn't want to be there. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I've, I've been through it. You know, I married that guy named Kevin. Who? And, yeah, he didn't <laughs> want to be involved in wedding planning. But you know what? He did it for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but and there's there's something you do for for someone you love, and and we're gonna I'm gonna hand it to every man out there. It was get, planning a wedding was the most in hindsight. Seventeen years later, it really 
was not all that. So yeah. much pressure for one day for a big party and yeah. so much money spent for a big party. But, you know, men don't care. Men don't live their life dreaming about the day they get married. No. I'm sorry. No. I don't mean to be a party pooper. I mean, Nick is probably the next one on the totem pole that would walk down that aisle. He and just, Nick, do he, you sit? He left. Nick left. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, there we go. But, I mean, Nick's not dreaming about that, you know? I don't know. His girl I mean, might pressure him. I just saw I just saw his new photos on Facebook. So, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. But I'm just saying. Um, Let's get back I to did... wrestling talk here. <laughs> yeah. But but all I think that he allowed her to uh, I guess get the last word on this. But I am excited about Total Divas coming back. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> Why not? It's it's time. I'm tired of Nikki and Brie. I need I need some talent. I'm tired of all the drama. I'm tired of all the fake drama. Myra, you should and, you, know, you should watch the Miz's show, the Miz and Mrs. That's actually heck pretty. No. It's actually pretty decent. You know, they they uh they don't take it too seriously. They know it's a scripted reality show, so they kind of poke fun of themselves. And I, I I think I like that better than Total Total Divas because they're Total Divas. They try too hard. I think they're trying too hard. With, and with Miz and Mrs. Now this is actually a USA produced show, so it's not produced by E. It's just uh, it just seems better to me. But, you know, my thing is, I can't, The Miz is always going to be the MTV guy. I know you guys say he's talented and this and that, but it's kind of like one of those things when you know somebody a certain way, yeah. it's very hard to change that. And I, I just see him as that. I don't take him very serious. Yeah. And for her, um, I think she did some really petty moves when she got back into yeah. the WWE. Yeah. You know, trying to target the Bella Twins for being successful. No. Oh, what's going on? What happened? Car almost ran into me. Oh, don't text <laughs> <But> I mean, <laughs> I'm not texting. I'm talking. But uh, but I just I, for for me for her, I just I think that she used the Miz to get her power back in, in wrestling. Yeah, no, I understand. But yeah. you know, yeah. So, all right, so but it's all you know, all in all, it's, it's good. I, I want to see women. I'm you know, I want to see the women's talent be showcased again. That's the reason why I want Total Divas to come back. Well, hopefully uh, they do something big for this uh, pay-per-view that they have coming up in October. Yeah, well, you know how I feel about that. I know, but you're still going to watch it, though. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get me started on that. I'm not watching it for Vince McMahon. I'm watching it for a totally different reason. Yeah, so but, uh, you're going to be here soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. And uh, and you know what? Um, I And I one more thing. I don't think Total Bellas gets renewed. Oh, what no. What do you think? No, heck no, because why? They're not together no more. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's it for them. They they I mean they they barely held on to their ratings as it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, and actually, the Miz and Misses is one of the highest uh, highest uh, USA shows now. So. Really? Yep. Just oh, just, God. just laying that. So, Myra, we'll see you when you get here. You got it. If you. Yep. Oh, we lost her. Was that you, Nick? Or did you hang up on her? <laughs> oh. Oh well, Myra, we'll see you in a few minutes. But look, uh, we were talking about the Hall of Fame game. We're going to continue that um, when we come back. And uh, I do have a little bit of, of, of uh, NBA stuff. Uh, people still get on LeBron, so some other players have jumped ship to LA. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too. And we'll also highlight the opening weekend of college football because there's some big games that first weekend. I'm looking forward to that. There's games every day. So, um. all right, let's do that, guys. Keep it locked here. You're listening to the Kevin Sun Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. Saying at least one stupid thing per day. All right, Nick, you know you know the answer. I don't know the answer. Okay, to this. How old I would say 53. They say black don't crack. 
So I'm gonna go unless you're 60. on crack. This is the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. We want prenup. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. I'm okay. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. Right, we are back, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. We want prenup, Nick. We want prenup. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was a good one to put. That's in a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, that one. Yeah, but uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. It is Monday night. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. And uh, before we actually talk to Myra, she should be on her way in a second. We were discussing the NFL Hall of Fame game. And uh, what we're looking forward to now. These games, uh, it's a preseason game, obviously, so we're not going to have the uh, starters really on the field as much. Are yeah, we? just going to be limited play by the starters, you know. Okay. But um, again, it's the uh, Thursday night is the game. Yeah. Uh, Canton, Ohio, and then it's the enshrinement will be. I think it's like late Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Into the evening, so that's when all the speeches take Nick, place. Nick, you know what channel this game is going to be broadcast on? You can hear it here on ESPN 580. Oh, well, yeah. There so it's going to be on ESPN. All right. So, uh, Rich, you said you, there's a lot of upcoming uh, yeah, college well, games. Yeah, opening weekend in college football is pretty big. You know, it starts Thursday night. Of course, we all in Orlando are looking forward to the opening of the UCF season, mm-hmm. uh, UCF versus UConn. So that's going to be on Thursday night. So. Is Jerry Daniels conflicted because Jerry Daniels is a UConn guy? Yeah, I was going to ask Jerry. In fact, he posted something on Facebook about a week ago. I was going to make a comment yeah. uh, whether or not he's – for UConn or UCF. I think he's a UConn guy. He's going to be for UConn in this he's game. He's definitely a UConn guy. That's what guy. I'm predicting. Yeah. But uh, then again, also you got Virginia Tech, FSU on Monday night. Uh, Sunday, you got Miami, LSU. You got uh, uh, Notre Dame, Michigan on Saturday. Okay. Um, even here in Orlando, we have uh, Louisville, Alabama. You said uh, here in Orlando. Yeah, right here in the Citrus Bowl or Camping World Stadium. And then um, Auburn, Washington. A good thing about this uh, opening weekend also is that the games are spread out. So, um, we're going to be able to watch the Gator game on Saturday, the Miami game on Sunday, UCF Thursday, uh, and of course the FSU Monday night. So, uh, what are the what are the expectations for UCF this year? I mean, they went undefeated last year, so Scott Frost. Well, they is gone. got a lot of their players back, and they got Josh Heupel, who uh, you know runs a similar offense to uh, Scott Frost. So a lot of people are excited about it. You know, I don't know about you, Nick, but during the um, SEC media days and ACC media days, all the media days. Does it seem like there's more talk about an eight-game playoff? People have been mentioning it more, or is that just me? No, there's been – we talk about it a lot this time of year, but a lot of it is journalists asking coaches, and then coaches either saying, yeah, I'd like that, or no, I wouldn't. I don't know anyone outside of Mike Gundy that's kind of pushing for an eight-game playoff. But, yeah, we've heard a lot of it now because I think, what well, we've had four of these things now. So I think people are kind of like, okay, we've, we've seen the four team so playoff. So is it a success – so far, uh, yeah, I would I would call this thing a success. The ratings are good. The intrigue throughout college football season is good. I think, yeah, I would call it a success. Mm. I feel like we get the right national champ every year, just about. Okay, so mm. where will UCF be? Do you think they're they're gonna keep stay undefeated, or you think they're gonna lose a couple? It's so hard to go undefeated in back to back years. Yeah, it's just I mean. It's just so tough to keep a team focused, and now you have a new head coach, and you have your your quarterback. You know, back in the back, back again. But I, I don't know. Um, you look at every game, and they're favored to win every game. So if you do it that way, it's okay. Well, they're going to go thirteen and zero, and if they do that, they have a chance to make it into the final four because you can't keep them out after going, you know, twenty five and zero, and you know, beating everybody in front of them. But 
it's going to be tough. Their, their out-of-conference schedule is not that difficult this mm. season. But in conference, I mean, Memphis is always a tough game for them. USF yes. on the road, always a tough game. Navy is a tough team to play. And really, the question is not offense, it's defense. They lost a lot of dudes off that team. Mike Hughes was a first-round pick. And by the way, they lose a game if Mike Hughes is not on the team last year because he ran back that kickoff against USF. They lose that game against USF if uh, Mike Hughes doesn't do what he does. So um, it's a tall order. I think they win at least 10 games. But if they finish the season undefeated again, it wouldn't surprise me. Hey, how far how far uh, along do they actually schedule the games? Like, how many years, years in advance? Years, years. Like so it's kind of hard to predict how the, extremely difficult how, how the team is going to do when you have a schedule that you made soft, or right. and then they win all those games, and now you say, well, now we want to be we want to play more difficult teams. Well, we didn't know that five years ago. Well, you got to beat the teams that are in front of you. Exactly. I mean, it's it's tough to look at UCF and say, hey. You know, like, you guys scheduled Pittsburgh and North Carolina. I have to see when those games were exactly scheduled. But, you know, they could have scheduled Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh was a pretty decent team playing in the Big East. I'm not sure. That was a while ago at this point. But five years ago, same thing with North Carolina. Which, by the way, two years ago, North Carolina, not a bad team. Kind of had a step-back season last year. Uh, It is. It's a tough thing to do. And also, if you're a group of five school that has a good year, Mm -hmm. no one wants to play you. Yeah. There's no reason for them to. So, uh, that that is a tough thing from their situation. Yeah, two years ago, I guess, was when North Carolina beat FSU at the last minute. Mm. I remember yeah. that game. We thought we had it won, and then uh, they punched it in at the last minute. But what's your, what's your thoughts about McKenzie uh, Milton and his chances for the Heisman? Let's say they go undefeated. Uh, they're ranked in the top ten. Uh, he has a really good season. Do you think he has a chance of maybe being invited, possibly? I think he can get the invite. He won't win it. He won't win I it. I just don't think he'll win it. I... I I do find it interesting, by the way. Did you see that UCF sent out all of that? They sent out a bunch of stuff to to Heisman voters um, in order to kind of promote this. They're doing the whole hashtag Heisman thing, and it's, you know, H-I-S-M-A-N for the uh, for the Hawaii connection, and they sent out kind of a black and white, uh, like, Hawaiian lei that they would put around your neck when you went to Hawaii mm. on the necklace of flowers. They sent that out to all these Heisman voters. I did find it interesting. They went down all the statistics for Mackenzie Milton in there and did not mention the national championship. It's oh. not on there. Now, someone pointed out to me, well, it was the 20, you know, they're they're putting on his 2017 numbers, and, you know, the championship really is not part of it. I don't know, man. I, I think that that's UCF kind of trying to do this thing where it's like, well, we don't want to irritate the voters with the whole national championship thing all over again. True. And we want our guy to win. Um, But they did not mention it on there, and I found that interesting. That is interesting, yeah. Uh, wow. He can get invited, but he can't have a down week. Uh, If they win a game where he's not spectacular, they're going to find a way to... They're going to still wow. find a way to kind of mark him off. So it's going to be really tough for him, I think, to get that invite. Because he was spectacular last year and barely got a conversation. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a question for you, Nick. Um, during one of the breaks, uh, I heard something. What was up with Carmelo Anthony not going to Houston? I thought he was going he to He went Houston. to the Hawks. Well, they traded him to Atlanta, and today Atlanta made the buyout official. They bought him out. He's expected to go to uh, Houston on Wednesday after he clears waivers. Hmm. So wait, you said he's he's expected to go to Houston. He is okay because I, I I was listening. I was like, wait, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because so- I saw it on ESPN. I was kind of confused about it. So, so that's what ended up happening was Oklahoma City found someone to trade Carmelo Anthony to, right? So they traded him to Atlanta in a deal that sent Dennis Schroeder over to Oklahoma City. And what happened was. Uh, Atlanta has all this cap space they don't really care about. They want to be bad next year. So they bought Carmelo <laughs> they they bought Carmelo out. 
today <laughs> became official. Hey, let's so, let's try to be as as terrible as possible. The Nets have been doing it for years. Um, but that's what happened. So Carmelo got bought out today. He has to clear waivers before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. No one's going to claim the dude because they don't want to pay him what his contract is worth, which is about $27 million. Mm-hmm. He will clear waivers 100%, and then he will go sign with Houston most likely. Mm. Meyer, mm. how do you feel about that? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Is he worth it? No. That much, no. <laughs> no. No, I mean, that's why Oklahoma City traded him and Atlanta bought him out. So no, yeah, not even a little bit. But Houston's going to pay him $2.3 million. That's the tax. That's the taxpayer mid-level exception. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Would you bow out by now? If I was Carmelo, yeah. No, my ego wouldn't let me. Two million dollars more money? No way. Yeah. Well, that's what a million dollars after taxes. He's getting as good. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He likes a to million play basketball. Dollars, yeah, a million but, dollars. But you don't go out on top. You know, you yeah, he's out. never, he was gonna, never, he's on, never top, on top though. though. Yeah. Is he? Is he one of the main people from the O three class that hasn't won a ring? Right. Uh, the O three class, the draft class, because the O three draft class was huge. Yeah, that's uh, that hasn't won a ring. I mean, like, wasn't Chris? No, Chris Paul was not in that class, was he? Chris no. Paul was in that class, right? Mm, no, I don't, I don't think so. We had no. we had D Wade, no, we had was, LeBron, yeah. we had Carmelo. Um, Man, it's kind of tough to do that to to Melo though, because because <laughs> he was Bosch, the Nuggets and Bosh, Wade, yeah. and LeBron were all on the same team. Yeah. Um, Please, Bosch got his because of Wade and LeBron. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. like I mean, uh, Chris Bosch is a really good basketball player, Myra. Yeah. I mean, like, I the, know. He was the, the, blood, man in the Toronto. blood clots thing really screwed him up, yeah. uh, or else he would still be, especially in this NBA now, mm-hmm. Chris Bosch be balling in this NBA. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Luke Ridnow ever got one. Um, uh, what TJ, did Car- do you remember what, color, what, what color, uh, Carmelo went in the draft? He went third to okay. Denver. Yeah. Uh, the top the top of that draft, I mean, LeBron, Darko, Carmelo, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade. Uh, top five picks there. Hey, speaking of Bosch, I mean, what is he doing now? I mean, obviously he's retired because of health reasons, mm-hmm. but he's not even contributing or doing anything, is he? He's done. He's been on TNT a couple of times. Um, what do you mean? T- oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. On the NBA uh, broadcast. I thought you meant like he's on like Rizzoli and Isles. No, no, not, <laughs> I don't think there's been many. Uh, no, that has not happened. <laughs> that would be funny. So, is he going to do any coaches, Nick, or anything like any coaching? Do you think or? Chris Bosch, I think he'll be a media personality. Yeah. He's just not there yet. And there have been rumors about a Chris Bosch comeback. And he's No. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. There have been rumors that he's been trying to come back. It's just will a team will a team do that? He's will a team allow him? Hey, he can exactly. go to China. Come on, go to China. Uh, he could. Is he he could. Um, but will a team can you get the insurance for that? That's the that's, problem. Yeah, that's it. That's really the issue. Mm. I'm sure he's, Blame I'm it sure on he's Obama. got <laughs> I'm sure he's got uh, medical professionals helping him with his blood clots. Is it worth dying over? Anything you love is worth no, dying No, but you over. know what? I got to tell you, with the sophistication of medicine now, really. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah he's it, it really is not even a, a factor like that. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got to say, you know, if it can happen, it would happen with someone like him. Yeah. Hey, this is the Kevin Sutton Show. This is the crew hanging out. We're going to be right back. That's right. Winning at pretty much everything, except sports radio. Winning. 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 You're listening to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. Everybody hands go up, and they stay there, and they stay there, and they stay there. I got something to say. Welcome, 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 welcome. You escaped. Hey, man. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? 
Hey, I love you guys. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all under the username Kevin Such Show. And if you don't know by now, I'm crazy. And you can get into the action with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's we all I got my, to say. We, want to we don't list- care. Go ahead. We want to remind our listeners, the Kevin Such Show is proudly brought to you by Cruz and Pascara, your personal injury attorneys. Have you been in a car accident, a slip and fall? A full-service law firm is what Cruz and Pascara offers. That's right. Full-service Give them a call, 407-841-0200. They're your I-4 lawyers, because I almost needed to call them. That's yeah. right. What the heck was going on Man, in there? it was crazy. Two cars trying to merge at the same time, and I said, oh, no. You know how when you sometimes you just squint, and you're like, oh, just let me get through this? No, 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 That no, was no, one no. of those moments. But, you know, Cruz and Pascara, you're not just a client. You're family. That's right. And if you say the password, man. Yeah, you get the VIP, VIP, VIP. So do you guys want to do Money, Money, Monday? I'm no? ready. Do it, do, do it, money, do it. Do the money. All right, Here guys. comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Yes, that's right. It is Money, Money, Monday. Pretty much we just take celebrity net worth and we compare their athletes and net worths of uh, athletes and celebrities. But this week, it's a little different. Normally, we just do the collaborative of their net worth, but now we're going to do their collaborative of how much they've earned in their careers. You guys ready for that? Hmm. So this is this is uh, everything from endorsements to salaries to anything like that. Okay. Okay, let's do it. All right. So I have Shaquille O'Neal or David Beckham. Who has made more money in their careers? Kevin. Oh, you go to me first? It's yes, Kevin right. Sutton Show. Hey. I'm going to go. Shaquille O'Neal or David Beckham? I got to do Beckham. Got to do Beckham. Right. Myra. Um, now that uh, the general is getting sued by the general. <laughs> is that true? Is that is true allegations? They're talking about some misrepresentation. I'm going to go with Beckham because that European money, I'm telling you. Rich. Yeah, I'm going to go with Beckham because I think that, you know, the top players in Europe uh, usually make a lot of money. All right, Nick. I'll go Beckham, too. Oh, man. All right. Shaquille O'Neal has made, he made $700 million. All right. David Beckham. Seven hundred and thirty million. Okay, so how much does Shaq make? Seven hundred million. How the seven hundred million? And you know, for the campout, thirty-three mm-hmm. day campout, uh-huh. hashtag that uh-huh. Best Buy man. Uh huh. He gave me forty dollars to buy food for the homeless kids. That All was right. just like DJ Khali. He gave you twenty bucks. He gave me twenty. So Shaq came by the Best Buy and gave me forty dollars. He was there. Okay. All right. Did he just happen to be walking by and he looks over and you're no, like... No, uh, I know a guy that him? does all of his car audio. And oh, he okay. let him know that we were over there. Oh, that's... So he came by. It was nice that he came by. He took pictures know. with yeah, everybody awesome. and went inside the store, checked everything out, yeah. said, what's up? Came back out, did some autographs, pictures, and stuff like that. And then he was like, yo, put 40 for the kids. If I knew he had 700 mm-hmm. millions. All right. All right. Next two we got, we got Floyd Mayweather and Phil Mickelson. Who has made more money in their career? I really don't care. I had more brought to me by Ken from Galactic G okay. Skate Shop. <laughs> Not only cash, but sneakers that we were able to and give Sonny's the kids. And barbecue. And he brought ribs. He oh. brought you six And sweet tea. Mm, look at that. Macaroni. Te- okay, go go back to yourself. No, Floyd Mayweather or <laughs> Phil Mickelson. Who has made more in their career? This one's actually very close. So, Myra? Phil hmm. Mickelson. All right. Rich. I'm surprised it's cl- 
close, but I'll go with Mayweather. And Nick. Give me lefty. All right. I'm going with Mayweather. It is Mayweather. Kevin, you're two for two. Oh, doggy. Floyd Mayweather has made over uh, $780 million so far. He made more money than Shaq. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Phil Milkerson's right under uh, $700. All right. Maybe I need to get beat in the head. Not bad for a guy who's never won a U.S. Open. Yeah. That's true. Man. Yeah, Mickelson yeah. has over seven hundred million. What did uh, Tiger make? He might have over a billion, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, Tiger is on this list. Well, he oh, has okay. he has half now, actually. How much yeah. did Phil Nicholson made? Uh, a little over seven hundred and sixty. That's unbelievable. All right, Kobe what? Bryant. Oh, okay. An, or another golfer, Jack Nicholas. I used to think it was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> you know that? I'm not even like. Rich, Kobe Bryant, who's made more money? Kobe Bryant or Jack Nicholas? Just because of Jack's age, he's a lot older, I would say with Jack. All right. Nick. That's just a guess, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Jack, too. Just everything all together. This feels like a trick question. Kevin? I'm going with Jack. And Myra? I'm going to say Jack. Well, you, I guess you guys know Jack. It is Jack Nicholas. Oh, man. 1.15 billion dollars. I'm doing good, man. 1.5 billion? 1.15. Sorry. 1.15. All right. Our last two. Correction. Our last two we're going to use. Who has made more money in their careers? Taka, 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 Woods, y'all? Or the GOAT, Michael Jordan? Nick? Who has made more in their careers? Michael Jordan, and this is MJ. This is my, this is everything that Jordan's done. Everything roll, you have. I everything. roll with Jordan. MJ. All right, and uh, Kevin, you say MJ as well or no? Uh, I'm I really deep down inside want to say MJ, but I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna say Tiger Woods to keep my streak going. Okay, Myra. Hmm. You know Tiger lost Rolex. Okay. I'm gonna go with MJ. All right, and Rich Rogers. I gotta go with Michael Jordan. All right. Nick, who'd you say it was? MJ. Do you want to take a guess at how much he's made? He's made a bunch. Is it uh, is it over or under two billion? Slightly under. It's over two billion. Wow. Yeah, it is Michael Jordan. Mm, yeah, the greatness. Yeah, Tiger Woods is still at one point seven billion. That was really close, yeah. man. But yeah. And MJ had how much? Over two billion. Man, why started. would you give something so close like that? So because that, it's it, a game. It's not a game. I was on a winning streak, and you threw in a like hiccup that I could possibly. Did you win. say Tiger? Yeah, because oh. like I, I wanted to say Michael Jordan because like Michael Jordan's been forever. But then Tiger Woods is golf. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jordan is a part of basketball. There were so many other greats along with him, Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, you know, it's, it's too many. It's too no, many. No, man, like MJ, MJ's got the just, whole jump man thing. No, I'm just saying. No, it's not just Michael Jordan. You got Larry Bird. You got Magic Johnson. You got the mailman, even though I don't like him like that. You got, jeez, uh, you got Isaiah Thomas. You, I mean, there's... Uh, there's a long list of great basketball players that we got to play Here's double dribble. But Michael kept his, you know, infidelities aside. Tiger got beat with a baseball bat. Yeah. Okay. Here. I wonder if he <laughs> didn't get beat by the baseball bat, he would have been over. Because he wouldn't have lost Rolex. He w- and he lost quite a more than Rolex. And then Nike reduced his and, line. And Elon took half. Yes. But he now, still made the money, so now it she, still counts. Now she owns you know, an island. Whether it went yeah. to her well, or not. No, does she really? Wait, does he keep those earnings? Because she has those earnings now, right? Aren't they her earnings now? Well, the way that Forbes put that list is I'm really just joking. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm really not trying to make that case. Oh. 
Okay, uh, I was gonna say. I'm not taking. <laughs> but I was at the uh, 2008 Buick Open, a uh, Buick Invitational in Torrey Pines, California, and I saw Phil Mickelson and Tiger. That's the only time I ever went to a golf tournament, but it was pretty amazing. That's awesome. The way it's organized is it's you got. Well, it's go been to, proven. They've said it time and time again. You know, if uh, you know he he draws a crowd. Yeah, he he pushed the needle. I wanted to go and see, um, geez, Arnold Palmer play. Yeah. And I passed it up to go and do another event, and I should have went to see that. Wow. Can't Thought that would have been pretty cool to get meet him in person and, and watch him play. One of the greats. I always drank the tea, baby. From Orlando, too. Yeah. yeah. Stay right there. ESPN has more for you. Stay in the action, baby. Peace. Peace.